0: of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app Hey it's Dr. Lisa and it's time for Dr. Lisa gives a shit Hey what's (laughs) happening I really give a shit you know that I do I'm really kind of anxious today because I'm getting ready to go on a trip next week I'm going to Denver to visit my stepson and his new wife and uh and their new house which I haven't seen so um I'm really gratified that the two of them are married now and they got married in May I feel like you know I'm going to say like as screwed up as I am I might have helped I might have I I want to take some credit for giving uh my stepson Christopher maybe a, a little bit of uh Something that uh, made him have a good relationship with a totally smart, outspoken woman. You know, I don't know. I think it's good. And you know, what's really awesome is his wife gets him, my stepson, to put his phone away when they go out. And that's something I wish I could get my husband to do, but I can't. So um, anyway, thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit um i want to tell you about who's on the show today it's this amazing uh talented uh i think i'm going to use the word fascinating un un undis- her <laughs> with a very um interesting but i'm going to say hidden personality so i am very excited to have her on amy is that okay that i said that about you I don't know. I'm hiding. You're hiding. She's not hiding. She's right here. But before we get to Amy, I want to uh, let you know what's going on here at the station and that uh, to encourage you to donate money to us. We're a 501C. It's all tax deductible. Any amount works. And then you can also uh, download our free apps, uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone or slash Android. You should go do that because then you can carry it around and like if you're ever bored you can let li- you, ha- you know we're like we're like there for you just tune in to us and everything will be okay okay if you have it on your app all right so here's the deal about amy uh i have known amy a long long time i don't know how long i've known amy uh probably at least 15 years since the 90s known amy since the 90s uh I have enormous respect and affection for Amy. We have not spent a lot of like we never went camping together, Amy, have we?
1: No. no. Maybe we could fix that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well we could <laughs> fix that. Uh we've never uh we've never uh yeah. I mean we see each other very regularly, I think though, right?
1: Yeah, we see each other at openings.
0: Yeah, we see each other lives. in at I o- went
1: to your wedding.
0: You went to my wedding. That's you were right. at my wedding. Yes. Oh, see, there yeah. you go. There we go. Okay, that's a pretty landmark moment. That was right. 2010. I'm glad to know you were there. I have no memory. Well, I have no memory in general. So, uh, okay, there you go. She was at my wedding. Um, but just to preface this, this is what really amuses me about, about having Amy on the show, is that Amy, uh, for some reason, has generated more interest in people wanting to find out about Amy than like almost anybody's I've had on the show and I've had all sorts of people like you know the uh, comedy critic from the New York Times or famous you know like Spencer Tunick 61,000 million followers or whatever so I think I think that this is I'm going to say a a a symptom or a an example of how I'm going to say hidden. Hidden Amy is. Hidden? Amy is a little bit hidden. And she knows I think that about her. So I'm very, very excited to have her on today. And the goal is to find out, like, what's going on with her and why she remains so hidden and why she doesn't have the typical artist ego of having to get her face, her work, her everything in front of everybody else, like the rest of us, like people who have... Radio shows like me, uh but I'm just gonna give you a really quick rundown about uh um, my the most important thing about Amy above all else, this is the truth. the most important thing that you need to know about Amy is her art that is really the crux of who she is, right Amy
1: you could say that,
0: yeah, <laughs> were you missing. <laughs> Listening, you look like oh, a, I interrupted uh, you there,
1: <laughs> Amy.
0: You know what I've been wanting. I'm
1: hanging to... Hanging on to every word.
0: Okay, you know what I've been wanting to tell you. This is hilarious. First of all, at your opening. Okay, so let you know what I am all over the place. I got to focus. So I want to tell you about Amy's work. So Amy, more more than anyone I know, is one with her art. Like here is somebody who must be obsessed with their work that um, and I think it must be extremely satisfying which is this is my guess because you can see just by looking at the work but also the fact that Amy somehow I believe is represented by her work and is actually satisfied that way this is my theory but we'll find out but Anyway, Amy has a shop right now. This is the most important thing you need to know. Amy's work is very, very great. It's very original. Um, I have it. I It's. She's, you know, had her work exhibited nationally, internationally, been written up in the Times and, um, uh, you know, everywhere. And uh, um, a good way to describe Amy's work is to say that. Um, oh Jesus listen to this this is so bad I'm looking for the Flemish art thing her oil paintings are heavily influenced by 15th century Flemish art but their contemporary elements give them their own unique identity her work has been extensively reviewed in such publications as Harper's Magazine Artnet Magazine and the New York Times so what I'm trying to tell you is that her work has this really you know it's like a piece of it's like paintings you would see at the met that's the only way i can describe it. the quality of the actual painting is historic truly okay um and the the thing about the paintings is that they're really really funny because they make the on the on this on the broad scheme of things they they reference this exact kind of flemish art but the subjects in the paintings are all very contemporary so they're really kind of funny because you have this sense of the paintings from history but then you see like people of today in them amy you explain the work i did a shitty job there
1: no i think you did a really good job
0: (laughs) Um, well explain the work
1: well i um Refer. I like the historical reference, and I can't reference, for example, Jackson Pollock. I don't paint that way. That's what naturally comes out of me. So I reference an era of painting that I can, that like, I naturally paint like that. I used to be an illustrator. And when you're an illustrator, you have to define every element, every blade of grass in your picture. And that's what the Flemish painters did. They were into detail, and I like detail. I, I'm very methodical. I like to just sit there and render. It's satisfying.
0: How long does it take you to make like one painting? Well, one I'm, fairly small painting by the way, folks. I mean, the works so well, detailed, but it, they're like eighteen inches they're, I mean they're not like three feet they're
1: well the the funny thing is it takes me about the same length of time. To do a small painting is to do a large painting.
0: I would guess, yeah. Because
1: guess. even, you know, getting all the detail and you losing your eyesight, and it, it, it depends on the detail, not the size. Right. But I could work like two years, you know, like the show I have up now. I'll take it down and I'll work on the paintings. And I was working on the paintings in the gallery before the opening. You know, that's, it's
0: like that's what Daniel, the gallerist, told me that you work yeah. on. The, you never stop working on the paintings. No,
1: and if somebody buys one, that's when it's finished. But and, or if I, you know, but uh, if nobody buys a painting, I'll just keep working on it. For but years. It, but
0: are they like a thousand hours, a hundred hours, or I'm do you so, can't even think I'm about so glad that? I'm so I don't. You talk, don't even notice. I don't do the time clock. How, mu- how much paint? How much like t- of your? Like during the week, would you say your painting takes up forty hours, eighty hours? Do you have any idea or
1: Well, I try to work at least eight hours a day.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's because
1: it takes time to do what I do. It's labor intensive. Very
0: labor intensive.
1: And um but I enjoy those eight hours. I mean Oh I'm, yeah, you know, no, but like, I mean So um I have a lifestyle. My lifestyle has become my work, you know. And I, it's silly because sometimes I find myself in a party, and I'm thinking, "Oh, I better go home and paint," you know, and it's ridiculous. I don't really have to. I'm just like more comfortable. You, know? you like
0: painting? I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, enjoy what I mean doing. that that that's clear. That right. comes through in the um right. the sensibility of the work. Like it's it's not like somebody disciplined themselves to like you know, fill yeah. out fill this out. It's, it's like, almost the opposite. Yeah. It's like the opposite. Yeah. Like how
1: do I undiscipline myself? Um and I sometimes say, well, how many times am I gonna push the brush on the palette, pick up the paint, put it on the painting? How many times have I done that? You
0: know, <laughs> yeah. Like why is...
1: don't I get tired of it?
0: So Amy's paintings are really um well, they're 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 compelling, they're fun, they're engaging, they're mystical they're they're like and on a technical level um which is what everybody i mean i see what happens to amy at art openings like painting people are just such nerds about painting with her and that's why i'm not talking about the actual technical stuff because that's the technical stuff is really really um remarkable and I want you to go see the work. That's the most important thing about this whole show is that the work is really, really special and really fabulous. And I want you to see the work. And the exhibition is at Front Room Gallery and it's up till October 21st. And I had the address up. It's on 48 Hester. Is that it? Yes. 48 Hester Street. And I have it on my uh, Facebook page. I'll post it again. So... um, I can't tell you more about Amy's work because you need to go see it. I mean, you can look it up on the web, but you need to go see it. And you need to go see the show in particular. The show is about, um, wait, we have this here. Oh, the show is she dresses her subjects in the clothing of the late 1960s hippie fashion when care for the environment, anti-consumerism, flower power, and the desire for love and peace prevailed a time essential in forming my own her own attitudes towards life so that's the the topic of this body of work go okay amy let's start out oh by the way this so this is what i'm going to tell you this is so funny so when i was at your opening last friday was it last friday just last friday
1: wednesday yeah.
0: wednesday wednesday yeah. so um somebody said to me they thought that i was they go are you the artist did you hear this
1: no but somebody posted that they thought we were sisters
0: and somebody posted they were sisters and then somebody asked me if i was the artist because uh i look like the paintings which is so funny which is sort of like adorable and i love it but i never like and i didn't realize that people probably like think that we look a little like does well, that make sense
1: to you? Yeah, and people always ask me if I'm in the paintings.
0: They do? All
1: the time. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes a lot of so sense. So you look like me and I look like the paintings. But
0: it's it's really funny. So I never right. really thought that before, but people must think that we have some similarities, some of that same, that same, we're both quirky, we'll say that, right? Well, it's very flattering to me. Oh, it's flattering <laughs> to me too, believe you me. So let's start out where you grew up. Where did you grow up?
1: Um, Elizabeth, New Jersey.
0: Mm-hmm. And what did your parents do? Um,
1: my father was a chemist, research chemist, and my mother prepared she did part- time accounting.
0: Mm-hmm. and did your brothers and sisters?
1: um, two brothers, one is a physicist, the other is a video artist. oh, really? I'm the oldest kid. yes,. Mm-hmm. And they all drew well, ah. everybody except my brother, my Younger brother. Everybody was a really good artist. Some what of them much th- better than me.
0: Really? Oh yeah. That's hard to believe, but well, okay.
1: No, my mother was a very good artist. Mm-hmm. And my brother, even though he's a physicist, he's also a painter. Pursues painting.
0: Mm-hmm. So. So there's a lot of natural born gifts there, folks, for sure. And also nurture because you were all doing that together. Was that? A, what about your dad? No.
1: Yeah. No. He and your did, dad too. He would um, copy like Ali comics from uh-huh. the paper
0: and he and he was well, good at it
1: he was very good at it he really? was very good at doodling we all went to museums we went to a lot of new york museums really yeah. like
0: oh yeah
1: yeah growing up
0: as a family
1: as a family yeah. so
0: was art like a major focus of your whole family
1: not really no. <laughs> what it sounds like it was. Well, we all did it. It wasn't a fault, fo- you know. I don't know what
0: the. Focus yeah, I'm 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 picturing like this perfect family sitting around no. like drawing together. No.
1: No, not at all. They, they we also played music.
0: Oh, did you play oh, music? Yeah,
1: yeah. We all played the piano. I think all the arts. You know, it wasn't just art. It was a lot.
0: Music, drama. Yeah. No drama. No drama. Just
1: real life drama. <laughs> but no. You know,
0: we, just didn't, mu- we didn't put on plays or anything. But but a very uh, but was creativity emphasized? It was
1: emphasized, totally emphasized. I had art lessons. I had dance lessons that I was dance. terrible,
0: terrible. You're dancing. bad at dance, me too. Really bad. Me too.
1: Uh, I had music lessons. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but everybody just was talented at drawing. Was this, did you take after? School classes and all that stuff. No,
1: but I was always like the uh, school artist. You know, I did. I was the art director of the yearbook. Right. You know, I was always the. That was your
0: jam. That was your jam.
1: Right. Right.
0: Okay. So how? So you're the oldest. Yeah. And then, um, what was your high school years like? Did you have a lot of friends? No, no.
1: I had the typical artist high school experience. No friends. Didn't get out. And then when I went to college, I was shocked to find people like me. You know, New, Elizabeth, New Jersey was very... Um,
0: Provincial. J- Jewish American princess kind mm-hmm. of Are place. Are you Jewish? I'm Jewish. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Oh, but, Jewish American princess. Right, yeah, it right, was, I got that. If you that. want to know a focus, the focus
1: was money. You ah. Know? In, you know, like how many cars do you have? What? How much does your father make? Uh, how much jewelry do you have? That was you know, that was a big part of suburban Bar-mi- life in uh, the in the early sixties.
0: Bar mitzvahs you know? mitzvahs. Bas mitzvahs. Right. I
1: grew up in a very Jewish neighborhood.
0: hmm. Were your parents religious? Was your family no, religious? No, it
1: turned out even though they tried to get me to be religious, they told me later they were atheists.
0: Mm-hmm. Did they go to did you belong to a synagogue? Yes. Did you go yes. to
1: synagogue? Sometimes. Yeah. Holidays. Yeah, holidays.
0: So um and what was your relationship with your brothers like?
1: Um, it was fine.
0: And your parents? Did you get along with them? Um,
1: I went through, like, that teenage, you know, angst mm-hmm. period.
0: Rebellion, maybe? Rebellion.
1: A lot of rebellion, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, what did that look like?
1: That looked like, like um, dressing as a hippie. You know, this is like coming back to my art. Right. I really embraced being a hippie, even though I was way too young. Hmm. Um. I love the uh, clothes, the fashion, the anti the freedom. consumerism. You know, every all the
0: mm-hmm.
1: the uh, sensibilities, sensibilities that they the fifties of the fifties. It was a rebellion against the fifties, basically. Right. Yeah. So I embraced that. And then I was thinking recently that I moved to the worst apartment in the East Village when I got out of school. My parents hated it. It was in bohemian east village you know where,
0: where what street it was on
1: east 10th street and they were horrified. and where second avenue it wasn't even no that no best. that was horrible
0: That it was, was scary horrible in the, in yeah, the scary. late 70s yeah so you weren't scared
1: not really no i wasn't i had a great time actually
0: what was that like then
1: uh it was, or what it was, was very like bohemian. what was, did you
0: do did you have a lot of friends paying, in the neighborhood? i had a
1: lot of friends that was when all the galleries came up and the in the early 80s you know mm-hmm. they were all over you know when i was mm-hmm. showing in the gallery next door it was a really fun time mm-hmm. you know and there was like the black door where you can buy pot you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was great so that was know? a really great yeah so, yeah so
0: but what happened when you went to where did you go to college
1: carnegie mellon
0: oh right i knew that so that's a really really good school and um so what was it like when you went to college did did that uh, change your Like, did yeah. that change it? What, what yeah. happened there? What, well, what changed, I, or what was that like for you well, when I you just got there?
1: I met people that were like me rather than from New Jersey. You know, people that had ambitions like me to be an artist.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you, you know? become a lot more social?
1: Yeah, I immediately. Yeah, yeah, it was very social.
0: So, the reason you weren't social in high school is maybe it was the people that you just didn't feel like socializing with. Well, was.
1: one part of it was a lot of people moved away. A lot of my friends moved away. So. How come? Um,
0: was there like something reasons. that happened or just it's a weird coincidence? No, it was just
1: a weird coincidence. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of them went to college early, you know, mm-hmm. which I didn't do. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe Elizabeth, New Jersey was coming down a little. People wanted to get out. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It was an all-girls high school. The only all-girls public high school um, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So that wow. Did, that didn't appeal to a lot of people.
0: And how about you?
1: Uh, I put up with it. I didn't you even. Weren't,
0: it didn't matter to you. Well,
1: I don't know. And Did you suspect, have any
0: boyfriends in high school? No,
1: I didn't know any boys. There were no boys in the school.
0: Right. You know. But, you know they have mixers. No, actually no. No, they just. Well, that that's that probably that probably uh protected you from a lot of angst. I'll tell you that much. I wish <laughs> I wish I'd had that in a way.
1: Well, it was uh, very relaxed.
0: That's good. Yes. Good to know. Good. Yes. To, that's good. So what about... Um, what about... Um, did you have any boyfriends in college and stuff like that? Did you have yeah. pretty active social pretty, life? Yeah, I
1: was pretty... College was pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then right after college, you moved to New York? Right. And then yeah. you worked as an illustrator at first?
1: Yeah, I was an illustrator for like 25 years. Oh, wow. Um, I was wanted to be a painter you know I always had that but I needed to make money so that was my plan which I did and it was amazing how much they could pay you for something very minute if it was commercial
0: so that must have been a nice life right
1: um it had had ups and downs I mean you never knew when your next job was coming it was freelance Right, you of know. course. So I would be rich one month and then poor the next. It was,
0: but it's very. That's such a competitive field. I mean, it
1: wasn't in the early '80s. It's funny. It became competitive. I wouldn't even recommend anyone going into it now. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you couldn't even major in it. It's, you know, illustration. illustration. I studied illustration. You studied it. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, but I don't draw that. I don't. My drawing always frustrated me. My ability to draw.
1: You don't even have to draw. You just need some kind of style or gimmick.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my work looked different from each other. I never had a style. Oh, you that have was to a brand. Yeah, it. you have to brand. I never yourself. got that. Yeah. I never got that idea. I never right. got that down. Right. Um, so you moved to New York. So it sounds like you were pretty happy. Um. In the be- yeah, I was okay
1: in the beginning. Yeah.
0: And and then and then I mean, it sounds like it sounds pretty good.
1: Uh, it was good, yeah. Did you
0: have obstacles?
1: Um, I don't remember so much. The middle years after I moved to the East Village, I stayed in that apartment for 30 years. Really? Even though it was ramshackle. I mean, it was not Mm -hmm. a great place. Um, I had boyfriends, you know, I traveled. I did a lot of travel. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, I went to art residencies. Oh, wow. Those were great. Um... And then finally, I got a co-op. I bought a co-op apartment. Oh. and got out of the East Village.
0: Oh, so and you still live in Manhattan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15, oh, so that's good. Yeah. Very yeah. sensible. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's so anyway. Do you do you know what I mean? You know this is really funny. So I'm going to say this about you too. So this is another thing folks about Amy that like really struck me when I was doing my research on her. Okay. This is, this is, this is so funny. So James calm, Lauren, Lauren Monk did that great video of you at front room from a few years, 2010, actually when you had a show there. So anyway, it's a great video. I'll post it. And, uh, James Calm is, you know, the, the person to have cover your show and show the paintings. And he does a video and he explains the work in a very articulate way. And then, um, after going through the gallery and commenting on all the work, he finds Amy and then he asks Amy and he goes, Oh, here's the artist. Let's talk to the artist. And, and then Amy, let's talk about your work. And then Amy goes, Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> I did. (laughs) So there you go. That's what I'm saying. This is not a forthcoming person here. So I'm going to, you know what? This is going to do to us this dynamic, Amy. I'm going to have to ask you really direct questions. And I'm hoping that, 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 that you don't run out of here screaming or like call a shrink tomorrow and get really like that I traumatize you. Let's give if I if this was a live show, I'd have everybody like clapping and giving Amy a round of applause for being so like awesome about everything and tolerant of me, basically. But so, Amy, why is it that you sound like you have like a fairly normal life, a nice life, plenty of friends, boyfriends, uh, uh, a, a monster talent? a very lovely way to make a living and yet you are not there's something about you that I'm going to say I want you to join us you haven't really joined us you've given us your work you have a lovely presence but there's a reticence about you
1: I've been told that before
0: yeah Um. so what do you think that is where'd that come from
1: I, um, it's one of those things maybe that people can't see themselves inside themselves. Um, So you don't see yourself that way. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I talk too much, tell people too much. I've been told that too. But, you know, I have a friend that told me that I was too forthcoming about my will. I was talking about my will and who Mm -hmm. I was... What I was leaving and she goes, oh, you shouldn't talk about that in public, you know, <laughs> this is something to mention. But also maybe, it, you know, I think about my childhood and how my parents instilled a very good. They encouraged me. They always told me you can do whatever you want, you know, mm-hmm. and I am so thankful for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I talk to friends whose parents beat them down, told them they were worthless I don't know how those people function. You know, I mean, they are
0: like, they this. are really, st-
1: Oh, thank <laughs> you. Okay. All right. Not
0: very well. A no. lot of work. No, but I get I
1: admire it. those people because in spite of all that, they do have self-confidence. You know, I mean, I do believe well, that whatever happens to you happens very early in your life. And that yeah, forms you.
0: Yeah. Everybody's got a, so, their own cross to bear. Um, I so. have to
1: say that my parents did a good job in making me
0: mm-hmm. feel
1: confident. Um, and I guess because I am mistrustful, maybe. Maybe I'm mistrustful. Maybe I fear other people judging me and I don't want to put myself out there. You know, your guess is almost as good as mine. Hmm. You
0: know? So it seems like some of it's biological. Was is was like I'm starting to picture maybe your dad was like this chemist and he just didn't seem to need to reach out much.
1: Well, he reached out in a nice way. I mean, you know, he gave me oh. encouragement sure
0: yeah nice nice isn't no reaching out and being nice so i mean amy you are like a lovely nice i mean and i'm sure your dad i mean there it's um it's i guess what i'm noticing or i'm trying to articulate is that um what i kind of said before is that most people especially artists have this need to be seen and acknowledged and
1: I do notice that, and it does irritate me. Yeah,
0: I would guess. It, very,
1: it irritates me a lot, different levels of it from different people. Um, I know that there's a lot of competition in this era, and that it's almost required as an artist to toot your own horn. I only, I know that. And yet, I feel like if you toot your own horn, and then you get the attention that it hasn't been honest, That you should get the attention because you're good, because you're talented, and not because you tooted your horn. But unfortunately, that is the situation, you know?
0: Well, yeah, it's hard to parse those. I mean, I agree, because there's a lot of people who get all sorts of things for just tooting their their own own horn, horn, and that's super annoying. Right. Um, But then there's the people who are really talented and also toot their own horn, and those people. But I'm not even talking about competition. I'm talking about on an emotional level. Like um, your ego seems is it seems like an ego thing like your ego's really balanced or I guess what I'm trying to figure out is are you do you have a need to be noticed n- more noticed or are you hiding are you yeah. hiding or is it just that not, you're not I'm, interested.
1: I think I'm not interested as a matter of fact like I'm a little bored with the subject of myself I spend all day with myself. i I love to have input from other people what are you about i love meeting strangers what are you about or meeting new friends you know and exploring them i also write and i think that i'm a good server
0: so we didn't know that so do people know that about you or i didn't know that and i didn't see i did research about you i didn't see any of your writing i was
1: hiding my writing lisa
0: well why are you (laughs) well
1: fuck that shit why are you hiding that Um, because i'm focused on art you know i do believe in you know branding yourself focusing yourself if you want to you know
0: but branding is self-conscious that doesn't go with the this is so this is you know what i'm gonna like i'm gonna do the station station id and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on this for one second and come back because that's way too much this is i'm gonna short circuit here so I already you know thank you for listening to us this is Dr. Lisa gives a shit I'm on every Thursday two to three Uh, I have an Instagram handle at Dr. Lisa Levy SP Uh, all that stuff Um, you know communicate anything you like anytime you want okay except really inappropriate mean things keep those to yourself Uh, And um, let me tell you about um, donating to us. How about that? Um, You know where you can go to donate to us? You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And you can even, you know what would be really, you know what I would love if somebody would just, I have never actually had anybody donate to my show. I think it's time you folks, you know, ponied up a couple of bucks and just went to the website and said you were donating like, a couple bucks to my show and then I will give you a big shout out on the radio. What do you say? What do you say? There, I sold. See me? Amy, you brought that out idea. in me. You no. brought that out in me. I'm promoting myself.
1: Oh, Here but, we
0: are talking about promoting ourselves. No, but
1: you deserve to promote oh, yourself. Oh, well, that's very saw. kind of you. Yes, and I think people should donate.
0: Oh, very kind of. That's great. What a good end. We got to get that on. We, we are recording that, actually. We'll have to play that again. All right. So how i think you know it's i think i think there's something maddening about you in that you do seem so self-contained i think it drives people crazy because you um you're you don't feel it doesn't feel like you have this need to have that uh i'll call it a Bottomless hole for that a lot of people have of recognition. So, what about recognition? So, what about recognition for your work? How do, wh- is that important to you? It's very important. And I don't, are you, do
1: you think you're speaking for yourself or you're speaking with other people? I don't know. I'm probably
0: pre- we're all, well, it's all counter transference, isn't it?
1: Well, I mean, people haven't come up to you and said, What's up with Amy?
0: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, I mean, so you're kind of well, okay, yes. I'm just wondering. Right. I think I think that um if anything, you have such a great um image because your work is really spectacular. It speaks for itself and you are a lovely person that is not in anyone's face and I think people respect that. I uh, think
1: other people are like that too. I don't I don't know that I'm the only one, but I, I like I said. I think my parents made me feel secure about myself, or mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. in my early years made me feel that I'm okay, and I do care a lot about getting my work out. And I'm a, so- I think of myself as a social climber, and an you oper- do? Oh, sure, and an opportunist. How, what do you mean? Well, give me an example. Well, I, I don't want to talk to certain people. You know, it's like really. I almost think like. um Really? Well, what can this person do for my career? You you're, know? Do you? Are you kidding me? Of course. Me? Of course. I mean, I really? don't think that's unnatural. You know? And I do. Well, I if, if I can manipulate a, uh, a situation, I will do that. You know? I don't think know. I'm different from anyone else.
0: Well, you're I really would
1: like to. You know, I would love to show in Gagosian Gallery of course or whatever. You would. Yeah. No, I, I get I that. Think I have the normal urges of every painter. You know, and right. I do feel competitive with other painters and I'm interested to see what they're doing.
0: No, I don't know. So then why aren't you um, like Instagram? Why aren't you promoting your Instagram? Well, oh, I
1: think we're addressing social media. That's a whole different subject. We could spend another show on that.
0: Okay, but you the know. thing is, if you're going to promote your promote your work, also, I mean, like there's no bio of you anywhere on the web on my
1: um on my website, no?
0: Maybe like two sentences about you mm-hmm. know,
1: right. I could put that up. I think that I <laughs> I do feel Don't do I'm, it for us. No, no, no. I won't. Don't I do feel a fear of showing off. I do have you that do. fear. You do. Okay. Yes.
0: So where did that come from?
1: Um I have no idea. <laughs> when I see other people showing off, I think it's undignified. You know, I don't like it. It's unappealing to me. Okay, so here's a theory.
0: Here's a theory. You are obvious. You were one of those kids who was just always really outstanding at art, right? In my early
1: years. Yeah, yeah.
0: like you're just... I mean, you were cultivated, but you were born with the talent. Um, It was cultivated. And also your parents had a really good way, it sounds like, uh, of making you secure with your talent. but And then you're... It, you know, like, kids, I think, especially girls, sadly, um, like, people were probably always fawning over how great your talent was, right? Because it's remarkable. A drawing is a magical talent, especially in a child, right? Ha-
1: yeah, but I have to say that I was like that until, like, sixth grade. And then in seventh grade, I realized other people could draw, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is a little devastating at that yeah. point. I think everybody goes through that. Yeah, I
0: think you're right. Um,
1: yeah. So, it's not, like, all the time, you know? now i don't even know i mean i need a lot of guidance for my drawing guidance you know, from guidance from well which is why i emulate you know folk art and oh, other I artists see. you know I, I, I look to other artists to help me oh, with my art but you with, but, the, but
0: th- that's funny that you say that's guidance because that's self-guidance yeah so you're not like you're not which is a very different thing than going out and getting people to come and look at your work
1: which i do you know
0: okay but but it's funny that because most people would say that they would never say i need guidance they would say um oh i use these people for reference or i really like this work or whatever but they don't say like they don't you're you're separating yourself from um taking your own initiative and picking out what you want to look at
1: and learn I learn. And learn yeah but
0: which which but the way that you frame it is kind of hilarious actually well, as if those people are still alive
1: no it is funny because
0: <laughs> my
1: biggest dream is to have been an apprentice you know like in the mm-hmm. old in the renaissance you apprentice with somebody mm-hmm. and i never had that experience and that would have been but the, so the second best thing is to study the painting
0: itself right which
1: i don't know if that's unusual either I no know i don't think people... it's unusual
0: i think right. it's the way that you see it right so i'm wondering if like you know if you were if you always knew that you were talented at something and you were secure in that and that like when people you know a lot of times um kids who are really talented at something they'd be like oh i'm not that great or you don't have to compliment me did you feel like that as a little girl yeah i
1: still feel like that.
0: self-conscious
1: i still feel like that like what and... what do you mean Well, it's funny. I was talking to somebody recently who said they felt like an imposter. And I do have that element of feeling like an imposter, like I'm not qualified. (laughs) No, like who gives you the diploma? You know, like not the the certificate. You know, do I have a certificate to paint the way I paint? No, nobody gave me permission. I dreamt it up on my own. You know, I put it up on the wall. But you know, where is the backup for that?
0: You know, so so. Do you feel like, but you you are qualified because the work is good. You know that, right? Well,
1: no. Do you question oh, no, your work? I have self doubt. Oh, yeah. you've got a lot of self doubt um, about your yeah, own work. Sure. are you're
0: really critical of your own work.
1: For one thing, I don't feel like it's finished. You know, it's like give me another year on the show. You know, I already put off the show six months and. No, it's never finished, it's never good enough, you know.
0: Okay, so that's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, and I do realize, I do try to talk myself out of that and see that it's crazy,
0: mm-hmm. but it's good, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, it, you I get, think it's good, you know. Yeah, it's you, you not know. good, or, I mean, it works. It, whatever, It works, yeah. I, wish, is, I wish it didn't have to, I wish it, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's p- pleasant, it's no, kind of a little I, painful. No, but also,
1: I don't think it's unique, I mean, I talk to a lot of people. no i'm sure even picasso had his moments so uh, you know. yeah well i don't know so where do you think the self-doubt
0: comes from
1: i think it's a normal human you know no but function. i mean
0: are, are you competing with the actual flemish painters or like how can you not how can you look at your work and think like oh this could be better or something like what do you mean
1: um better, or is, better drawn better
0: technique do you think you other know. people are criticizing you
1: maybe there's like the big art critic in the sky who's looking down on me
0: No, but like when you're when you have your work at, like at the show and, yeah, every, yeah. and sure. everybody's going like oh my god this is so great are you thinking no they don't think that yeah They're just I, being nice yes i do you
1: know why because i do that you know I'm yeah sure you do that
0: you yeah know? i mean of course you,
1: you, nobody's going to come up and say your work sucks you know you
0: know what i like to do i like to stand around and listen to how people talk about my work when I'm when they don't know I'm there. You do that, right? I try, yeah. So it's that must fun. be gratifying, though, right? Yeah, you no, hear I hear some I, good I, stuff. Just no, never I sinks do. in. Was anybody critical from of you, or just you on your own?
1: No, nobody was, and I'm exaggerating. I mean, I you know, know I know. Sorry. It's radio. It's entertainment, right? I'm
0: trying,
1: to be, <laughs> trying to be funny. Um, no, I believe half of it. Uh-huh. And I know I wouldn't get a show in a gallery unless I had some merit, you know.
0: You know it somehow, but you somehow, still do yeah.
1: And there is also the difference between seeing the images on social media, on the computer or the phone, and in real life, you know, because I got a lot of attention in the media. Mm-hmm. But I make my JPEGs look really great, you know. Oh, I see. You know so what you're, I mean? so, so you're,
0: you're afraid that you, well, who knows? You're overselling. Who oh, knows? that's interesting. Maybe that's, yeah. oh, maybe that's part of the the social well, that media happens issue. happens to me. You, know,
1: you don't you ever see something online? It looks great. You go to the gallery. It's not so great. You know? I have the
0: opposite problem in that I'm too like lazy and overwhelmed and i just post the crappiest pictures of my work and then i'm like oh, that's so self-destructive
1: um well your work looks fine well you know. i
0: mean it's easier to it doesn't i mean it's not a based on a technique really so it's very very different but you know so um i want to talk to you about your characters so tell me about like who your characters are where they come from and what they're what they are expressing
1: they come from the paintings that I find inspirational. Some of them are literally the same exact paint ped. You mean like the face?
0: Well, I'm talking about like there are, you know, your bodies of work. I mean, there's overlaps in them, but like they are, um, you know, there's a theme that the humor emerges through the juxtaposition of modern day fashion and historical figures. So, I mean, um, you had uh, I wrote down the names of the different tell us the names of some of your bodies, different bodies of work what are the titles of the di- the names of the different shows you've had at um, Front Room
1: I've the- had um, um, No, first word was the first one was Bohemians but that was before Front Room The Age of Enlightenment which is a little bit too self-promoting but I used it because mm-hmm. it was funny mm-hmm and then back to nature, and then the last one I don't remember what the name. So, was. but
0: they're all like they're all like bodies of work of sort of like like cont- like where you really zone in on what's popular or what.
1: No, what I do is yeah, I, okay. I look at like I want to find inspiration in folk art, American folk art. I think what is it about folk art that I could relate to? Folk art has a lot of bucolic settings a lot of children, a lot of cutesiness. So how does folk art translate to today? Mm-hmm. Um, so the cutesiness is out. Mm-hmm. I think children are maturing so early. Mm-hmm. The, the cutesy period is too short. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, now so I'm questioning like what are children like now compared to then? And the children are corrupt. You know, they 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 have drugs. You know, they have devices. They're they're different. They grow up very quickly. And that's what I addressed in that show. Mm-hmm. This show, I fooled around with nature. You know, folk art is about nature. And I have this desire to go back to nature because I'm fed up with technology. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. not really true. I, but I'm yeah. sure everybody, has a, love, yeah, I'm everybody there. has a love-hate relationship with technology. Sure. We all love it. And yet we want to go sit under a tree and just contemplate the world. And so I took those elements, Grant Wood especially has the Rolling Hills. I use those in my backgrounds, but I took figures from the folk art, obscure folk art paintings and I kind of copied them and held with cats and stuff, stuff that, you know, reminded me of that era. And yet I put them in hippie outfits because unfortunately you have to dress characters in some kind of clothing. I don't. I don't I don't do nudes. Mm-hmm. For, so I like to make social commentary, and nudes are mm-hmm. a little bit too classic. Um, so I had the hippie influence when I was young, and I thought it was a really good coming together of the hippies who were definitely back to nature. Yeah. That's what they preached, mm. among other things. And the folk art and my own background, it was perfect. The three things just came together. Mm-hmm. So... Um, what was the question?
0: <laughs> I was just wondering about, like, what you were expressing with your character. So talk about, so is nature really, do you spend a lot of time in nature? Is that a big thing for you? The
1: irony is, I don't really spend a lot of time in nature. I remember going away for the weekend and friend had a house in the country and I was so bored. Oh, you don't really was, even like it. I was, like, ready nature. to go back to New York. It's, it's good for, you know, a little while. But I never wanted a house in the country. Oh, so you're... I go to the park once in a while. I think you need, no, you need nature. You need yeah. it to, for, for your sanity. Right. But, um, no. It's not
0: a focus for you. No. So, is there a simpler time? I mean, that's a theme in yeah, your work. And yeah. so, what's that mean to you, then?
1: Well, that is, means, like, simpler. I was thinking of, like, when there were five channels on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody was watching the same channel. Or... There were less choices. I feel like we're making so many choices lately, and it's wasting my time. It's like uh, that Devo song, like "Freedom." You know, it's on "Freedom of Choice," "Freedom from Choice." Uh-huh. I, want, I want freedom from choice. <laughs> you know, like if you go to a takeout restaurant, I don't. There's just too many choices. Too
0: many choices. Too many
1: choices. Not. Not. Uh, productive it's draining for you it's draining you find
0: it draining and
1: i think it is a sign of our times we and it Mm -hmm. is good you know it's a love hate thing again you know well we need
0: more choices but no we don't (laughs)
1: but simple life (laughs) know. i I, I don't know if it's an age thing too i'm getting older you know
0: no i i mean i I, i i totally agree i mean i don't know if it's an age thing but i think that um There's so many things that we don't have to focus on what's important or what's really happening or all that stuff. You know, what our values are being eroded by all of our escapes, kind of, I think.
1: And also we're distracted by them. We don't get to the heart of the, you know, why we're
0: here. Exactly. So So talk to me a little bit about um, social media because that's, what's your relationship? What do you think? Like, are you... How active are you, or what's your relationship with social Um, media? I'm not on Facebook. You, like, hate it.
1: I don't hate it, but I think it's a waste of time. There's too many cat videos on Facebook, and there's too many pictures. Uh, I don't have time for it. I don't know. I'm painting, Mm -hmm. so I don't hate it.
0: But um, it, like, we... We we our society is sort of like saying what that we have to use it if we want to promote our work.
1: I don't think that's true. You I know. go no, I go to openings, I I like things in person. I meet people in person. I don't I don't even feel an emptiness about it. And I have friends that are on Facebook and they tell me what's on Facebook in person.
0: <laughs> you know. Okay, well, so it's related to me. So, what if I said to you, and I don't know if this is true, but what if I said to you that you could have, you could sell twenty percent more work if you were on social media?
1: Well, I have paintings on first dibs, so through the gallery, uh, through the gallery. You Do know.
0: you sell them a lot?
1: On um, first first dibs is great. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so you feel so, like you're covered in that and area, and the art
1: fairs are really great too. Right.
0: You know? So you have a good gallery front room, folks, and um that kind of works for you.
1: Um, yeah, I know so, that you are right. I did hire somebody once to do my social media mm-hmm. for me and I lost interest or I forgot about it. It's not like I don't want to do it. It's just like how many things can you do in a day? And you know, I don't mean to be Well you.
0: no, I mean I I I think that there are a lot of um successful people out there, successful creative people or other people I can think of like um like Joe Firestone is somebody a comedian that I super admire, and she doesn't seem to spend a lot of time on social media because she's doing like incredibly well. I mean, people love her. She's super talented. She's got more work than she knows what to do with, uh-huh. and she doesn't need it.
1: Oh, uh, well, I probably do need it.
0: No, I don't you know. know. You know,
1: and I have friends that do really well, and they never go out, but they don't enjoy going out. I enjoy going out. You ah, know? it's like. I, I equate social media with staying home, you know, right. being hermetic and, and um, yeah. Well, also, I mean, being a painter is a social, I mean, as an antisocial, it's an it's a isolating preoccupation, you know? Yes. So if I'm on social media, I have people that tell me that if it wasn't for social media, they would have no social contact, mm. you know? Mm. So I live in New York City, you know?
0: So, and everybody knows, I mean, you have a long-term relationship with a really great guy, Ron, Ron Richter, Uh right? And how long that's been, you said 13 13 years, years. I asked you that. So, do you guys live together? I can't remember.
1: No, we we don't live together. You don't live together. Yeah.
0: But that is somebody that, do you see each other every day?
1: Uh, We see each other uh, two or three times a week. And like I said, he's the one that tells me all about Facebook. what's <laughs> on there. So I don't miss out. And so you
0: have a, you know, you have a significant other in your life. Like you have oh, yeah. somebody that you really can yeah. count on. If
1: yeah, and he's a really good painter too. So How come we I'm not- talk about painting. You know, it's very good to him. And we also understand the the idea that you don't go out because you want to stay home and paint. You know, I've been with people that don't get that. Mm-hmm. You know, like why would you want to? It's Saturday night, you know. Mm-hmm. Saturday is a good night to paint, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's it's important to go with somebody who understands art materials, mm-hmm. like discuss your problems with painting, with materials. We find each other's stuff on the street or, you know.
0: So what about your um, family now? Do they come and see your work? What's your relationship with your family like now?
1: Um, my parents have died. Oh,
0: okay. And Sorry.
1: my brother used to use my... Website to get girlfriends. <laughs> that's cool. Wait, how would he do that? He would say, "Oh, I have a really great sister. Here's her website. <laughs> if you and if you date
0: me, you can if you date me? You can like meet I, yeah, her. I, I you can see her.
1: I actually don't know because I never even met the women. But so he was supportive. You know? Does he
0: date a lot? Was he dating? He
1: finally got married.
0: Oh, so, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I
1: know. Isn't that funny? I was like, why are you doing that?
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, so did you guys did your parents talk about themselves like what about talking about yourself growing up what was that like in your growing up years were you discouraged encouraged
1: I don't remember that being a topic it was a different era too you know in the 50s you didn't go to a psychiatrist or whatever no
0: well I, I mean know. it doesn't sound like you had any particular angst
1: Um. did you Well, like I said, when I was 13 or, you know, in those years, you know, I went, I think it was typical angst.
0: What, what, what did you do anything bad?
1: Um, like steal or rob or uh, take
0: drugs, alcohol, shoplifting, cutting, cutting, none of that.
1: No, I was a boring kid.
0: (laughs) Mm. Well, you're probably a really good student. I bet. Oh,
1: I was. I loved school. I was a great student. I had to get all A's. Always got Uh, all A's. Overachiever. Yeah. Um, You know, I, you know, still do that. I still feel like I'm in some kind of school, you know, getting good grades, getting good grades in life or something, you know. Yeah. It carries over.
0: So, but your drive seems so drive inter so you- it's interesting because there's part of you that seems really se- like really genuinely secure and all that and then there's part of you that seems really hypercritical which comes from being such a perfectionist true so what about the perfectionism where's that from
1: um yeah that's a big mystery I don't know. It's like a form of anorexia or something. You know, it's like mm-hmm. never being good enough
0: or thin enough. Thin
1: enough. And do you yeah. do you
0: do you? I so don't. you're really thin.
1: You, wow. Well. So is
0: anorexia is like? Do you eat? Nor, let's just ask. I'm just asking. <laughs> so do you eat? I have food issues, so like, don't even. <laughs> I I try not to talk about them, but.
1: No, <laughs> well, Lisa, let's I, talk about you.
0: No, no, it's not that interesting. They're really boring. But I'm just letting you know, like. I I I you know I'm probably projecting something on you, but um counter transference here. So you are a very thin person, which is why I love when people tell me that I look like you. So do, do oh, you're
1: thin yourself. Not that thin. Uh,
0: so do know. you um No,
1: I don't have food issues. I am um You know
0: you're thin, right?
1: Well, yeah, I always, rem- when people say, how do you stay so thin? Right. Or how do you make those paintings? Or what's, you know, like, you know, all these things to me are just really undefined. It's almost like saying, what's the meaning of life? There's there's almost like a religious aspect to it. It's like, this is the way It's like, don't dig too deeply into it because mm-hmm. you can't answer these questions. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is there a God or, you know, like... So, like, These do you are... eat normally?
0: Or do you worry about... <laughs> oh, you, want do you to worry about, about No, do you worry, worry about what... Do you worry about gaining weight?
1: Oh, I gained... I just gained a lot of weight, and I'm so happy. Oh. It's all peanut butter. If you want to gain weight... I don't
0: want to gain weight. In a
1: good way. There's no sugar. Just have peanut butter. So you would rather... Do you eat normal meals? I... Lunch and dinner. I don't like breakfast.
0: Yeah, I'm not a breakfast person, but like you eat a normal amount of food. Do you want
1: to go out for pizza now, Lisa? Let's go.
0: (laughs) No. Give me a hamburger. No. But you eat hamburgers. Yeah, I love hamburgers. Yeah, you don't think about it. Yeah. And you've always been thin? Yeah, my family's thin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's
1: the same thing. Certain things, just certain things are inherited. I mean, is your family thin?
0: uh not super thin no yeah. i don't know i don't know i mean i have food issues i got teased for being overweight as a teenager oh
1: year. see i never had that problem. yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so see yeah. that's there's a lot of insecurity oh, right, right there that that's a really yeah. big one because i wasn't teased
1: for being thin no people uh, want to be yeah. thin right although they do think i have anorexia because i right. can't imagine being thin without a food problem Right. Which is interesting. Right. Right.
0: Right. So that's what's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So do but you I'm... think do you think people want to ask you? I bet a lot of people want to ask you if you if you have anorexia and they don't. I bet you that. Have well, you thought about that? Yeah. Amy doesn't have it. I'm going to Can I put that down? Can I write that on Facebook?
1: <laughs> Whatever you want to. I can.
0: I'm going to write that down cuz I think a lot of people uh want want to know want to know that. I don't I don't, you know, I mean, I used to think about food a lot and like eating, not eating, but I'm, I'm, I am so like programmed now. I don't really think about food or how much I I eat or whatever anymore. I don't like obsess over it, but there was a period in my teens and twenties where I did. So just so you know, okay. (laughs) So anyway, you know what? I told you this was going to go really fast, didn't it? I it did. went really, yeah, really fast. It was fun. And thank you, Lisa. I for... love having you on. It was, was thank so you for m- inviting you were me such on. Such a great guest. Thank you. So, but I just want to make sure that everybody knows that um, they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Dr. Lisa gives a shit with my fabulous guest, Amy Hill. You must, must go see the show. It is so great at the Front Room Gallery, forty-eight Hester Street in the Lower East Side go to um what's the website we didn't write it down front org maybe dot org or front room new york city front room l-e-s uh. front room l-e-s and it's all on my facebook page and go to Amy amyhillpaintings.com and stick around because you know who's going to be on my best favorite guy elon Danzinger. I I kinda miss you, Elon. I haven't seen you you didn't come to the last uh Radio Free Brooklyn meeting. Where the hell were you? I haven't seen you in a while. So he's got a great show. It's called Lost and Rewound and uh he talks a lot. Uh he has guests and he plays music and a lot of his shtick is based on uh mixtapes from his you know, from those years in the nineties when uh you people, you young people listen to mixed tapes. So anyway, thanks again for listening. Go to uh, my website Lisa Levy Industries, Dr. Lisa at radiofreebrooklyn.org.